Blog Talk Radio. It's been a long road getting from there to here. It's been a long time, but my time is finally here. I can feel the change in the wind right now. Nothing's in my way. Dr. Jess Armine coming to you from the Center for Bioindividualized Medicine here in southeastern Pennsylvania. How's everybody doing tonight? Uh, we just uh, recovered from an ice storm, so I'm kind of happy I'm in. Tonight, we are going to talk about a um, rather serious subject, and um, it's a little unusual for us to talk about it, but um, I thought it was apropos at this time. We're going to talk about teen suicide and the recognition and prevention of um, this very serious, very serious thing. If uh, you're looking for the PDF for tonight's show, you can go to uh, my website at uh, methylationsupport.com, click the blog button, and the very first entry there is um, this entry for teen suicide. And you'll see the link to the PDF there. It's also been uh, posted on bioindividualmedicine.com. It's been posted on mthfrsupport.com, mthfrgmutation, and uh, my personal websites. <clears throat> so it should be pretty well out there. Anyway, give everybody a um, couple minutes to um, get their hands on it. And um, there's not an awful lot uh, new going on. I understand that the uh, video for the uh, for the seminar has is almost done. So um, I will uh, let everybody know when that's done. I don't know when there will be another seminar. Uh, hopefully, very soon. But um, I know that the response to our seminar was uh, rather good. So anyway. So hopefully everybody's got the PDF this time. So let me um, – here we go. Now, why did I pick this subject? Okay, uh, generally we do shows concerning chronic health problems, chronic diseases, et cetera. But um, recently in my neighborhood here in uh, southeastern Pennsylvania, there have been uh, several teen suicides, um, some very close to us um, or members of our family or staff, and uh, Sean and I got to see firsthand the pain of those who were left behind. And um, so we decided to do an informational show on teen suicide. Uh, that's not to uh, belittle any other group. Uh, there are many groups that um, 
have high levels of suicide. Um, the, but the rate of teen suicide is growing very quickly. So um, I wanted to just concentrate on that. Um, anybody who would like to make any commentary uh, towards the end of the show, I'll give you an opportunity. If you call in at 646-595-2277. Uh, let me let you know that I don't claim to be an expert in this area. Okay, I'm not a psychologist, but I am. I, I do pride myself on giving good information out, and I've done a bunch of research. But I, we would like to give out information that may be helpful to parents and friends on how to recognize a teenager in distress and the possible courses of action you can take. And the other thing that got me going on this is that Facebook is coming out with a method of helping someone who posts information that concerns a friend or loved one uh, that they may be in distress, and uh, we'll review that also tonight. Recent uh, famous suicides. Um, you know, when I looked this up, I was just uh, just flabbergasted. I mean, we all know about Robin Williams, uh, but Mindy McCready, uh, Jared Speedy Peterson, who's an Olympic athlete, and many, many, many more. Uh, makes you wonder, doesn't it? I'd like to acknowledge that um, I got a, a good amount of information from a uh, treatise entitled, I Never Thought This Would Happen, How to Help Your Teen Deal with Suicide Grief, a handout for parents by Terry Erbacher, Ph.D. And uh, the Facebook um, application that uh, is going to be geared towards suicide prevention. And they're doing something about it, which I was quite impressed with. Let you know how bad the situation is that about every 16 minutes, someone in the United States dies by suicide. It varies. I know I wrote down 12.9 minutes. But whether it's 12.9 minutes, <clears throat> excuse me, or 16 minutes, it's too damn many. And um, about every 17 minutes, what's even worse is someone is left to try and make sense of it. And um, that's a pretty sad thing. I know I'm usually um, very jovial, but <laughs> frankly, it's a little hard to get jovial about a subject like this. Why suicide? Well, we don't really know for sure because when youth die by suicide, they take the answers with them. We do know that many are experiencing a number of stressors and many may have mental disorders like uh, depression, untreated or both. We also know that um, most teens do not want to die. They want to just end their emotional pain. So hopefully tonight um, you can help your teen uh, teenager see this and that there are other ways to deal with this emotional pain, such as getting help when needed. Uh, the, the graphic that I found uh, had to do with um, depression, you know, and uh, it says you'd never say it's just cancer, get over it, okay? And I think that we as adults um, tend to downplay our children's depression and uh, it's just as serious and uh, sometimes fatal. Sorry, hopefully everybody heard me there. I clicked the wrong button. I'm trying to figure out. Oh, here we go. Um, some of the things I noticed that were interesting that uh, really affected teens were bullying, depression, despair, feelings of helplessness and hopelessness, 
and I have a few graphics up there. I mean, uh, high school was supposed to be the quote-unquote best time of our lives, but the more I looked at um, what goes on in high school, uh, there's a lot of uh, bullying, a lot of um, making fun of, a lot of, um, uh, I don't know, a lot of uh, depression, a lot of uh, bad things that are going on that are being ignored. And the fact is 13.8% of teens have seriously considered attempting suicide. And um, the whole thing is that something can be done, okay? And we can all change this story, this scenario, if we pay attention. If your child has lost a friend or loved one to suicide, not only is your child grieving the loss of someone close to him or her, but this grief is intensified because the death was a suicide, uh, they're going to feel, how can I say it? They're going to feel guilty that they didn't recognize or didn't help their friend. Uh, the healing process may be very painful and seem unnaturally slow as uh, suicide grief is rather complex, but even the grieving process in and of itself is a can be a very lengthy one. And um, we live in a 24-7, let's do it right now, let's look it up on the Internet and have it done kind of society. And uh, your child may not understand that um, this is a naturally slow process. And helping your child understand his or her emotions, <clears throat> as well as uh, learning something about suicide in general, may help ease some of his or her pain. For those who are left to make sense of it, uh, what your child may be experiencing, I'd like to just go over with everyone some of the things you as parents or as adults, as um, advocates may see in another person who is uh, left to make sense of a suicide. Some of the emotional effects, uh, shock and disbelief, anger, irritability, depression, sadness, helplessness, terror, fear, guilt or self-blame, blame, anxiousness or worry. Um, I think the self-blame and guilt can be the worst of it, especially if you were close to somebody and you didn't, um, and you feel like you should have recognized uh, what was going on. Some physical effects you might see, fatigue, insomnia or disturbed sleep, headaches, stomach aches, decreased appetite, hyperarousal, somebody who's very easily startled, some of the cognitive effects, uh, difficulty in concentrating, troublemaking, uh, decisions, um, difficulty in making decisions, impaired self-esteem, which, let's face it, teenagers are like that anyway. This makes it much worse. Intrusive thoughts or memories, um, crying easily. Intrusive thoughts are thoughts that kind of break through and you can't do anything about it. They uh, sort of manipulate the individual. Uh, change in daily patterns, nightmares, and regression in behavior. Sometimes social withdrawal or isolation, uh, maybe anger, increased relationship conflict, <clears throat> refusal to go to school or activities um, that involve risk-taking behaviors, uh, including substance abuse, aggression, or maybe oppositional behavior. Uh, these are common symptoms you may see in your child and it may be helpful for you to let your child know that there's no right way to grieve. There's no correct and accepted way to grieve. It's a very individualized process, and it, it uh, proceeds at its own pace. Um, a long time ago, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, uh, an MD, uh, patterned out the stages of dying. Um, 
denial, anger, depression, uh, I'm sorry, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And um, these also are the stages of um, grieving. But uh, you can grieve different aspects of a person and have those um, stages go at different rates. Uh, pathology really happens when you get stuck in one of those stages. So when you're talking about a, um, a suicide, this is a complex grief situation, and it leaves a lot of questions unanswered. So uh, if your child looks like they're suffering, uh, it might be a good idea to get them some uh, professional help. <clears throat> some things you can do as a um, as an adult, as a parent, be available and ask your child if they want to talk, but realize that teens are can be very private, and they may not come to you first, so you're going to have to take the first step. This is really important. Listen to your child without judgment. Let your teen tell his or her own, his or her own story freely. Share your own feelings and concerns honestly. You don't have to be an expert. You just have to be their parent or their friend. It's okay to tell them that you don't know all the answers, especially to some of these difficult questions. Help them try and reestablish a routine with appropriate expectations as soon as possible so they don't um, go down that vortex of, um, of depression and helplessness and hopelessness. <clears throat> Encourage your child to continue engaging in their typical activities, although be accepting if for a short period of time they uh, don't want to. Try not to take their anger irritability personally as it may be directed towards parents. Let them have their personal space. Uh, this is really important. Remember that if your teen is angry with you um, or expresses anger towards you, it may not be personal towards you. You are the safe person in their life. Uh, although they may not say it, they can express themselves to you without fear of being you know, thrown out, ostracized or whatever. So sometimes it takes the form of anger. Do be careful not to glamorize and thereby positively reinforcing the suicide as an option. Emphasize the importance and appropriateness and the lack of stigma of seeking help when it's needed. And um, be aware of depression or, and or suicide ideation in your child. I'm going to go over that in a couple of minutes. <clears throat> if your child wants to go to the funeral viewing, go with them, okay? And if they don't want to go, Certainly don't uh, force them to go. There's um, an awful lot to be said uh, about closure, but um, this is not something that you can force on someone. <sighs> Remember, you're the number one protective factor in their life, okay? Um, as a caring adult, whether you are a parent, uh, an adult uh, caretaker, a teacher, uh, an adult friend, a uh, family member, if you're the caring adult who listens to a child without judgment, okay, this is their number one protective factor. If they have you, they have an anchor. So let's get to the uh, serious stuff, as if everything I haven't been saying has been serious, right? Uh, what are the suicidal warning signs that you should look for? Uh, a previous suicide attempt, a current talk of suicide or making a plan, a strong wish to die or preoccupation with death. Uh, sometimes um, some of our more goth-like uh, female, I'm sorry, uh, teenagers, 
uh, and I, I don't know if they still use that term, are kind of dark to begin with. <laughs> okay, so you have to di- you have to differentiate whether their preoccupation with death is of recent origin or uh, just part of a um, of you know a teenage thing that's going on. <clears throat> Signs of depression: moodiness, hopelessness, withdrawal, uh, increased or or beginning of alcohol and drug use. Uh, kind of hinting at not being around in the future, saying goodbye. Um, readily accessible firearms is a definite no-no. <laughs> okay, if you have guns in your house and you see these warrants, lock them up, and I'd rather you get rid of them, get them in somebody else's house. Impulsiveness or taking extreme or unnecessary risks. Um, a lack of connection with the family. I, I know sometimes teenagers can be uh, non-communicative, but if it's all of a sudden, uh, you should sit up and take notice. And one of the biggies is giving away their possessions. Um, they may give you excuses why they're handing out their video games or uh, some of their other possessions that they prized, or you know, uh, they may just say they're not using them anymore. But if you see the conglomeration or the constellation of signs, um, you should be thinking about getting them uh, help. And the uh, graph on the on the right hand side here is um, no matter where I went, uh, I saw an increasing tendency for suicidal behavior on kind of across the board uh, the LGBT groups and <clears throat> the um, teenagers and adults and makes you wonder what's going on in society. And boy, I could um, I spend my uh, my entire life right now dealing with. Uh, um, neuroendoimmunology and mitochondrial dysfunction and um, anxiety disorders and excitation problems and uh, some of these uh, feed into this and I know there's people out there who would love me go to go through the genetic predispositions but this is neither the time nor the place to do it. Uh, there are some um, genetic things that may predispose people but um, like I always tell you, you treat the person, not the polymorphism. So these are the things you should be looking for. Suicidal emergencies. Uh, in, the, in the old days, we used to call this assessment of lethality. If uh, you had someone on the phone and you wanted to know if they were in uh, serious danger, these are the um, signs that you should look for. <clears throat> it may be an emergency if your child expresses any of the following. An intense feeling of being a burden uh, intense feelings of not belonging, intense feelings of hopelessness that things are never going to get better, uh, intense thoughts of lethal self-harm. You know, someone who is getting ready to commit suicide will have no real problem telling you that they're thinking of hurting themselves. It's really serious if they describe a specific plan <clears throat> and if they're seeking means of self-harm. So, uh, if your teenager or your friend or your um, colleague or, you know, if they're describing a, a way that they want to hurt themselves and they're seeking the means for it, it's time to intervene, okay? If uh, someone says, I'm going to, you know, um, you know, kill myself with a bunch of pills and they've been hoarding and they tell you they've been hoarding ordering stuff off the internet, hoarding, yada, yada, yada. Uh, that's a lethal situation, and it needs to be uh, that needs to be addressed immediately. If you see those warning signs, okay, especially in the light 
of a recent suicide death or other loss of someone close to your child. Uh, if your child mentions suicide, please take it seriously. Okay, uh, I, I think you would rather be embarrassed or have someone angry with you because you jumped the gun a little bit than the obvious um, other result. Okay, um, if you perceive a suicidal emergency, don't leave your child alone. Get help immediately. You can take them to a local crisis center, or the best thing to do is to call 911. Uh, I know getting the uh, getting the authorities involved uh, may not be um, what you would prefer, but uh, again, it may be worth a little bit of embarrassment uh, to make sure that your child gets the uh, appropriate or your friend or anyone else gets the appropriate treatment on an immediate basis. And our first responders, uh, police officers, law enforcement, uh, they're very well trained and uh, know what to do in situations like this. And um, they, can be, they can be an incredible resource. Facebook, which I was very impressed with, uh, is coming out with a, um, a method of um, if someone posts something uh, that you get concerned about, uh, this upcoming Wednesday, they're rolling out a new feature for suicide prevention. And uh, in this particular slide, it's uh, you can click into the Huffington Post or there's a... Um, a link on the bottom where you can um, listen to how Facebook uh, is going to do this. I, I tried to get it copied so I could let you go. I, I will. Uh, I wasn't able to do it because I'm not that uh, tech savvy. But uh, I will tell you that uh, they were partnering with Now Matters Now, National Suicide Prevention, Save.org, and other organizations uh, to give people options when they see a friend post something that's concerning, and it works on both desktop and mobile. So if your Facebook friend posts something that you feel indicates that they could be thinking about self-harm, that little arrow on the top right where it says report a post, uh, you'll click that and you'll be given the option uh, to contact the friend who made the post, <clears throat> contact someone else, or contact the suicide helpline. Uh, it's really well done, and I, I encourage you to uh, look at what Facebook has posted. If you don't have what I have in front of me, you can just um, go to Google and say Facebook and you know, comma suicide, and it'll, it'll bring you right to the site. Uh, and it's it's very uh, it's very well done, and um, it will provide uh, the individual with some help with the opportunity for help. And um, when Facebook looks at the post uh, and if they feel like it indicates uh, a certain amount of distress, they will contact the person who posted it. Uh, they will intervene. Uh, the individual will be given uh, various opportunities uh, to be able to talk with someone, uh, given options and so forth. So, again, uh, don't be afraid to be embarrassed if you are concerned about somebody because you'd be surprised what saves people's lives. It's usually a friend. You know, I, I realize this is kind of short tonight, but uh, usually at this time, uh, towards the end of a podcast, uh, we're telling us, telling you what we can do for you here at the uh, Center for Bioindividualized Medicine, but uh, not this time, not this time. Uh, when the crisis, come, you need, crisis comes, you need information and help. 
and you need to fast. So, <clears throat> like I said uh, before, if you go to my website, uh, which is uh, methylationsupport.com or drjessarmine.com, click uh, the blog page. This will be the first blog. It will give you access to this PDF. And at the end of the PDF are lists of national and international resources for people in distress. And when I was researching this yesterday, it's, uh, believe me, <clears throat> there's a ton of people out there who are willing to help in a whole lot of different ways. Uh, for instance, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline has uh, not only a website, but you can uh, call them toll-free anytime, 24-7. There's an organization called Now Matters Now. Uh, if you've had suicidal thoughts or problems that you felt are unresolvable, uh, they say you're in excellent company because they've been there. And they, again, will for free and easily um, accessible offer strategies to survive and build more manageable and meaningful lives. And uh, their uh, tagline here is, Now Matters Now Hacks Suffering, which I thought was uh, pretty cool. <clears throat> I also looked on uh, various websites, and there's help even via text and phone. I mean, uh, we live in a, a – you know, I see teenagers – especially the young ladies that I treat. And I don't know how they can walk and text at the same time. They must have like chameleon eyes, you know, one eye on the text and one eye on, on, and scanning, but I don't know how they do it without me. If I did that, I'd walk straight into traffic. But uh, here there's uh, all kinds of different hotlines and uh, crisis text lines. For instance, the crisis text line for teens, 24-7 they can text Start STR two two seven four one seven four one, and they'll get somebody immediately to help them. Uh, Lifeline Crisis Chat is an IM. Also, um, you can talk with them. One eight hundred two seven three Talk Free. Uh, the GLBT National Help Center Online Peer Support Chat. There's a free line there, and um, many 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 others. Uh, I also put down some. Websites uh, for uh, UK, Canada, Australia, New Zealand. Uh, some of them are the Now Matters Now org helpline, uh, unsuicidewikispaces.com, and the International Association for Suicide Prevention. Um, that particular website has sites all over the world. So there is help. There is really help. And in case anybody wants to, um, you know, chime in and uh, uh, give a little support and um, or tell a story or whatever, um, Sean and I uh, really feel that if this podcast lessens the pain of even one person any way, shape, or form, then it was time well spent. And um, we just want you to know to be well and know that there are people out there who care, and um, we really do. Okay, I've seen this pain. This is not a good pain. So if anybody would like to um, call in, uh, we're at 646-595-2277. And I'll wait a few minutes. I realize this is kind of short tonight. But um, yeah, if anybody would like to share anything, anybody has feelings they'd like to get out, um, I'm sitting here and waiting. Well, I guess I should say something. I don't know what else to say, <laughs> okay, except this is a real serious and um, and sad subject, and it's been growing and growing and growing. Um, I don't know whether it's 
because we have better reporting these days or what, but it just seems to be I'm hearing more teen suicides. I'm hearing more people who are just feeling like life is not worth living. And um, I think it to be, a you know, a function of, you know, the general excitation in our society and, um, you know, the other stuff that I tend to see on a daily basis. And, um, but this particular method of dealing with is um, not real acceptable. I mean, uh, we really shouldn't be losing somebody every um, 16 minutes. And um, there's very few things that um, suicide is the answer to. And um, those people who are left to pick up the pieces, okay, are usually left in a life a lifetime of pain. So anyway, um, I guess uh, nobody's calling in, but it's 646-595-2277. If anybody has any questions on the chat room, I'd be happy to um, try and answer them. And um, so I'm kind of seeing not anything here. Um, sometimes I wonder if anybody's out there. Okay, I know you're out there because I can hear you breathing. Uh, well, anyway, uh, next week we are going to um, have uh, Dr. Stephen Zodkoy, who wrote the book, uh, misdiagnosed um, adrenal fatigue, and the week after that, and uh, by the way, Dr. Zakoy is uh, an amazing speaker, and uh, has actually done a ton of work with the Marines and their PTSD, and very successfully. And uh, I'll let him tell you the story. But when I um, when I heard his story, I was uh, suitably amazed. <clears throat> the week after that, we're going to have. Um, a story of hope, Katie's story, who is uh, one of our patients, who's been featured in Natural News and um, one of the vaccine uh, blogs. And uh, we're going to be talking about her uh, journey from Gardasil injury in line, um, from being basically disabled to where she is now. She'll be telling her story. So... I don't see anybody calling in and I don't see any questions, so I think what I'm going to do um, is uh, close for now. Uh, like I said, I realized this was a kind of a short um, podcast tonight, but I wanted to get the information out on how some people can be helped if they're in pain and you're um, suspicious that they might be um, that they might be um, considering self-harm. Uh, please uh, check into the Facebook um the Facebook app that's going to be hooked onto everybody's uh, Facebook posting pages. Uh, just go to Google and type in Facebook, comma, suicide, and they'll, it'll take you right to it. Or you could uh, just follow the uh, links on my um, uh, my uh, PowerPoint that I sent out. And um, yes, nobody's calling. So, okay. Anyway, so I appreciate everyone's attention, and I appreciate you being here. Uh, it is an important subject, so... If you learned anything tonight, please feel free to share this with your friends. Uh, again, if all of our efforts um, <clears throat> save one life, lessens the pain of one individual, it's time well spent. Um, and uh, for those people who are suffering and those people who we lost, um, I think I'd like to play uh, this particular closing song. <clears throat> 